border blockades. They continued today and expanded to include a new one in Emerson, Manitoba, in addition to the ongoing blockade in Coots, Alberta, and that other one that was getting a lot of attention today on both sides of the border. The shutting down of truck traffic since Monday across the Ambassador Bridge linking Windsor and Detroit. Some $400 million worth of goods travel across that bridge every day. Industry groups are turning up the heat, demanding something be done. The governor of Michigan today said, quote, my message is simple, reopen traffic on the bridge, and reports tonight that the White House is urging Ottawa to use federal powers to end the border blockade. Today, auto industry groups backed by the mayor of Windsor announced they are seeking an injunction to end that blockade. Meantime, in Ottawa, my colleague David Aiken is reporting tonight that a phone call is taking place between the Prime Minister and other opposition leaders about the protests. Earlier, though, Trudeau was getting an earful from NDP leader Jagmeet Singh. The Prime Minister of one of the wealthiest countries in the world can't make sure people are safe in the nation's capital, can't make sure people don't feel abandoned, can't make sure that our borders are open. And after two weeks of... Supporting the protests, the interim Conservative leader told those responsible for the blockades, it is time to pack up and go home. I am asking you to take down the blockades, protest peacefully and legally, but it's time to remove the barricades and the trucks for the sake of the economy and because it's the right thing to do. Interim Conservative leader Candace Bergen. Again, some $400 million worth of trade flows by truck across that Ambassador Bridge every day. And already, some of the companies suffering a direct hit uh, are up in arms. Cavalier Tool and Manufacturing in Windsor is one of them. It ships about $5 million worth of goods across that bridge every month. And the sales manager, Tim Galbraith, joins me now. Tim, welcome to the show. Pleasure. So this hasn't been dragging on for long, but what has been the immediate impact that you're seeing at, uh, at Cavalier? Well, we're literally uh, frozen in our tracks from shipping, and we have trucks that cross the Ambassador Bridge every day, both bringing goods over and bringing things back, um, and that's come to a standstill. What sort of goods, I mean, what kind of goods are we talking about, and, and how much do they need to be where they need to be now? Uh, well, I guess that's a bit of a re- relative question. I can tell you that um, um, our goods, we, we make plastic injection molds. So uh, um, uh, if you've had a tote from Walmart or uh, a door panel in your car or um, uh, similar product, map pockets, uh, you've got a Polaris ATV and you've got fenders and dash and all that stuff, we make the molds that make those parts. So we're the people that make things that make things. So to that end, to answer your question, um, our molds need to be in a press making product for people to sell their product. And uh, right now, stuff that was supposed to ship this week is not shipping. And I understand that already you were facing some challenges just based on the supply chain constraints that we're seeing across the border and have been seeing for quite a few months. There's no doubt about it. Um, um, uh, number of things that have that have hit us uh, and we could go on forever about them but um, most recently it, it related to the bridge has been transportation because uh, of things that are going on trucks are getting harder and harder to get and uh, there's more demand than there is supply so this blockade couldn't really have come at a, at a worse time for you in many ways no you're 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 spot on and uh, um um this is something that, um, quite frankly, we don't have a disaster recovery plan that includes a bridge being closed. Uh, shame on us for not thinking that one through. 
but uh, um, uh, there are alternatives, of course. We can go to other crossings, but the closest one to us is Sarnia, um, and it's intermittent right now, and the backups are long. Other than that, we're heading down to Buffalo and Niagara, which adds a substantial amount of time to our transportation, especially if we're going somewhere in Michigan, Ohio. It's a long way to go around the lake, but uh, uh, we're doing what we can the way as best we can to mitigate the issues that we're having, but there are some things we just can't get across. Because if you look at a map and you're sitting far away from from uh, western on southwestern Ontario, Sarnia doesn't look that far. But in not. fact, in fact, it is though when you're when you're trying to move goods across the border. Well, it's if if I was guaranteed to clear Sarnia quickly, it, it's not a big issue. It's a couple of extra hours up there, and maybe an extra hour on the other side, going back down towards Detroit from Port Huron. But the truth of the matter is, they're backed up, uh, and variously yesterday, I understand as much as fifteen to sixteen miles uh, to get through customs. So, at the border, not the actual distance from us right now. I'm speaking with Tim Galbraith, the sales manager at Cavalier Tool and Manufacturing in Windsor, Ontario, about the impact of the bridge blockade, the Ambassador Bridge blockade on his business. I mean, this is a bridge you use every day. It's vital to your business. Do you feel like, and this is every level of authority, do you feel like enough has been done to make sure that that critical piece of infrastructure is protected? And you alluded it to, to it a little bit earlier. Yeah, absolutely not. Um, 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 it's time that we have some uh, um, some common sense that comes down. I'm not commenting on the issues of the protesters, um, right, wrong, and different. Uh, but the problem with choking off the manufacturing supply chain by closing the bridge is it puts people out of work. It causes people not to get paychecks. It causes grocery stores not to have product. Uh, the ramifications are huge to to what's going on right now, and and uh, um, that's what we need addressed. And and quite frankly, we're calling on the federal government to step up and do something about it. And and I'm not uh, advocating uh, drastic draconian measures, but I am saying that somebody needs to start a dialogue. Somebody needs to get something going. Uh, what is the what could be the impact on you and your employees? How long can you hold out for before there would have to be furloughs or layoffs or sure. anything along those lines? Well, um, and I, I, I'd like to think that the entrepreneurial spirit in our industry is alive and well, and we will recover from it. Um, we always do. Um, uh, if cars don't go down the line or uh, Walmart doesn't get its shipment, um, there's probably not a lot that's going to happen other than there'll be financial penalties to our customers. Here's the true long-term effect. I'm a Canadian shipping into the U.S. And when I've got a decision maker that has to decide whether to place his order with Cavalier or a U.S. manufacturer, these are the kind of things that kill our business. And it's not today. It's not tomorrow. It's for the next few years. Relationships that we have spent a lot of time developing will go off in the wind because we can't fulfill obligations or the risk mitigation group says it's just not worth placing the business in Canada. And I guess there's already pressures. You're already facing some pressures along those lines, given what we've seen over the last five or six years. Absolutely. Every day we're facing the world's getting smaller. We're facing pressures from overseas. Um, uh, again, we've been really good in our industry about stepping up and Cavalier has been very proactive and lucky enough that we have uh, actually thrived during the pandemic because of some plans we put ahead in uh, uh, years ago and, and they're bearing fruit now. But um, we need to transport our goods. It must be frustrating. I was reading that you'd actually reading an article about how you'd expanded back in 2017 because things were going so well, the plans you had in place 
uh, came to fruition during the pandemic. It must be frustrating to watch all the plans that you've built be impacted by things that are really beyond your control, which is transportation. It is. It's uh, it's very frustrating, and and I'm not the only one. I, I, I got to be quite frank. I feel bad for um, if you're familiar with the area. The uh, in Leamington, south of us, is a huge greenhouse area. And while my steel tool will sit a week, and there'll be a lot of people who get angry, the fellows that can't ship their tomatoes and their peppers are going to get it be in dire straits. Tim Galbraith, thank you so much for your perspective on this, and and good luck. Uh, good luck going forward. Thank you very much, Ben. It's been a pleasure.